0: This episode of Faces and Feels Podcast is brought to you by Pario. Pario Magazine is a bi-monthly physical print magazine highlighting individuals with a desire to create. The latest issue of Pario Magazine is a special Aussie wrestling edition focusing on the heroes behind the scenes. Find Pario online at www.pariomagazine.com.au. what it is, what's up, and welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I'm your host, Rafe Houston, and today I'm joined by not one, but two very special guests. One of them you've heard from many times on my show, probably my most, uh, my most requested, most friendliest, and most fun guest, the smash hit, Joel fucking Bateman.
1: And I'll change that by the end of the episode.
0: But yeah, I, I don't know. If, I
1: assume you're going to cut it because I was talking over your entrance music.
0: No, because I had like you I said, on the, mute. The,
1: the <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. Um, yeah, like the, this This is the crux of our relationship. Yeah, I'm um, trying to fuck up my shit. I'm always 40 minutes late, but when it's time to go, I'm here. He's ready to go. And he's always 40 minutes early. And then when it's time to go, he's run off for another beer. <laughs> It's that the, has been the crux of our working relationship for almost a decade now. Exactly. And, and I, would, well, I, wouldn't ha- I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, that's More it. Than,
0: and yeah. we're, of course, talking about the man
2: known as Hawko. How are you today, Good. sir? First time. Good. Appearance? Good. First first time, long time. Yeah. But, okay. In my, I've, got to, I've got to jump in and defend myself. It, uh, the only major time that, that went horribly wrong was one show in Seaford where... I might have been at the bar instead of doing commentary and then turned and realized that a match was happening and then run to the commentary desk, looked at the commentary partner I was with at the time and went, uh, have you started recording? And they've gone, I was waiting for you. So oh, no. go back through oh, I remember the that. that was
1: That's why there was no commentary at the start of that show.
2: Yeah, because I was... <laughs> Getting a I
1: blame JXT for being saber. a tech idiot, but you I wasn't
2: gonna that. name him.
1: Oh but... no, that's fine. I remember that day. That was the day you threw up the other side of my van going through the fucking bridge.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun time. See, so this is what you get. This is chaos already. The <laughs> After the amount of times I've driven him around over the past 10 plus years, I think I've well, so I, whilst I
1: passed one. out and pissed in the backseat. Yeah, no, it yeah. was fair. I got uh, photos. hey it it, wasn't my van I don't give a fuck the thing thing that popped me the most is I went to pick the van up for another hire three weeks later and they hadn't washed it and it was still spewed oh my
0: (laughs) fuck we've all been there my friend friend James used to have a cult and I swear Mm -hmm. you could never wind the window down because if you wound it back up it would uh Produce rice from a time that I Whoa. drove. Over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck, this show is already off the rails. Hawko, tell everybody who you are, man. This is obviously your first time on the show. Uh, I was first exposed to you doing ring announcing for Deathmatch Down Under, and then I also grabbed a lovely pint with you in Melbourne when we were
2: over there. So tell them what you're all about. So I'm Hawko and I've done pretty much everything in Melbourne
0: um from Except, wait, every wrestling? single thing.
2: Well I've there's a couple of matches that weren't great. You did um, a trios so
1: with Tass, didn't
2: you? Mm, there's a hardcore with TASS and then Yeah well you was, took the elbow. Yeah no that was the war games match. Um right that I broke like a, two ribs. Um <laughs> couple couple of matches at MCW for a gimmick that was Terrible and would never fly in 2022. And but also, you know, booker, ring announcer, commentator, uh, weddings, weddings party at parties, everything, and also, you know, sometimes build rings.
1: logistics, producer, promoter, possibly See, like- the best, but possibly the best every man in Australian wrestling.
2: See, I don't talk about myself that often, and I have him to do it for. This is
0: why you bring a hype man. This is how you do it. This uh, you there's a reason over. why
1: we're being aged. Like fuck, we haven't said it in a while because you retired and then started coming to more shows than you did when you were still in the business. Yeah, it was B and H Productions.
0: Oh. We're really good. <laughs> that was the tagline. So, so did you hey. guys used to promote together like back in the day? Put on show. Oh so fuck, how did it start? We
1: met at a um, we met at, at a festive show, char- charity yeah, charity festival show in Geelong. Mm-hmm. And you were podcasting at the time.
2: Uh,
0: podca- the pod- before podcasting was cool. Um, yeah. That's before I was on the scene um, and made it cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm glad no, you guys was, sold was, that. Was there was the, a minute there where I
2: it thought it was so, just okay. gonna be crazy. What do we do with our
1: faces <laughs> and feels? Um,
2: honestly it was horse shit. Like it was the worst <laughs> kind of stuff. The other two guys I, I was working with
1: t-shirts of America.
2: <laughs> yeah, the other two guys were just fuck like just fucking around, and I'm sitting there, you know going, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, I've finished my two degrees. I might as well do something on my weekends. Yeah. And they went, oh, we're going to finish. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm going to head down to George Julio's gym and start, you know, getting into the business, as it were. Yeah.
1: Seeing what it was.
2: But, yeah, like, we bonded over a um, Greg the Hammer Valentine shirt.
1: Yeah. So, um, I just moved back from Adelaide. And um, this was like one of my first shows back, and yeah, Hawko had I, I broke Wahoo's leg shirt on.
2: <laughs> That's and sick. I
1: went, I fucking love that shirt, and no one else got that shirt. So, so we bonded instantly, um, and, and it just took off from there. We uh, we've booked in a bunch of places together. We were pretty much running platinum for a while, mm. um, and then the the, the crux of our grey hair and baldness. Um, comes from producing Melbourne City Wrestling through their, I guess, largest period of growth. Uh-huh. Um, when did, when did we get that gig like 2017?
2: Oh, earlier 2016. Ended 2016, we're, yeah. we were in, we're because, in Essendon at the time
1: because you were, yeah, both. we did like three or four Essendon shows and then it yeah. was like as it ramped,
0: yeah, right, because you were behind the Okada visit, right? Like, I remember you telling me that you were, you were a part of MCW when okada okay
1: yeah that was i i guess kind of when it took the the upward turn Mm -hmm. um we we were running logistics for Essendon, but Essendon's a very forgiving venue when it comes to logistics and we weren't doing a great deal Mm -hmm. um of heavy lifting and then the uh thanks to yeah mate, gene uh gina gambino the new japan relationship uh fully blossomed and, and okada was coming and then we went oh fuck we have the greatest wrestler on planet earth coming yes. in like 4 weeks and there's like a list longer than Jericho's 1004 holds long that we have to do in yes. 4 weeks and we don't know how to do any of this shit well guess what we're going to learn in 4 weeks how to do all of this all that stuff
0: exactly what a learning curve that is when you're bringing in like somebody of that magnitude
1: Hey, it was do a learning to... curve that looked like a fucking roller coaster. A movie world. It was great.
2: Yeah, you know what's you know what's really difficult explaining to printing companies why these fifty dollars notes are oh the fake
1: hundos yeah like oh,
0: you're not
2: counterfeiting dollars. because they they do have the guy on have... the
1: front is Japanese <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> or getting getting a uh, confetti cannon
0: yeah. <laughs> to, Who
2: the fuck has a confetti can?
0: Well, they're just laying around. i holding believe- it up. Here's my Okada bucks here, pulled from the ceiling of uh of the the Tokyo Dome. I've got several. I've got I've got one for each year I was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, see, the, what you don't have is the it, it was I, an don't. Ast- I I was so hungover when I did that too. I was laying in bed, barely able to lifting my head off the pillow, counterfeiting a hundred dollar bill, a photo of a hundred dollar <laughs> bill. And making it look like an Australian $100 bill with Okada's face on it. And they are very rare. The yeah. Australian Okada blocks are almost worth as much as the number that's printed on them. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he signed a bunch of them and they're the only ones that are still around. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: It would have been awesome, man. I, I saw the the clips of it and stuff. And I was like, I can't believe he's in Australia. Like, at the time, that was before they'd done any, you know, the bigger New Japan tours or anything like that. So it was really popping off, and it was when New Japan was just hitting its heights as well as far as, like, Western kind of attention, you know? And
1: so much shit was, like, we got to Thornbury that day, and there was a new rig. I remember we had a new lighting rig from the Mm. rig that we'd used for, like, the year prior. So then we had to grab our lighting tech, who um, doesn't perform well under pressure, they shall remain nameless, because I do love them, but they don't necessarily perform well under pressure, or perform well when getting yelled at, and they got a lot of that that day, mm-hmm. um, and trying to get the timing right with it, with everything to, to make sure that the Okada entrance looked like an Okada entrance. Yeah, yeah. So much of that day. Holy fuck. Stressful. I, I remember that I, I literally, like, I can sit here, this whole podcast can just be about that week. Yeah. Because, like, the the amount that <laughs> John and I did that week, mm-hmm. that was just ridiculous experiences. One day I will tell you the cake story. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not tell it in a public forum. but <laughs> That's okay. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like, there, there's a lot of stories that, like, I, I have, like, a photographic memory of that week. I don't know about you, Hawker, but I have a photographic memory of that week and just everything that we did. To just was just traumatic insa- it was just insane but, but it was it was always like that yeah like mm-hmm. i said it was, through, it was through this period of unprecedented growth for independent wrestling in australia like we were in right air. no no one had exactly no one had been doing this shit yeah progress like oh cool we've got fucking progress coming for two shows yeah. oh holy fuck <laughs> okay it's progress where we have to make this work okay cool you know we've got what came first naito or new japan it was Naito first, right?
2: Naito, Naito was first at 100, and then um, along came Festival fucking Hall.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then along came Festival Hall with the New Japan tour, the first of two. Yeah. Um, And then it's like, oh, fuck, okay, cool. I guess we work for New Japan now. Oh, oh that's a lanyard. Guess I better go buy a tie. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it was just surreal yeah doing doing all this kind of stuff and we-, we didn't really have anyone to ask like how do you do this shit because no one knew we were all just working it out for ourselves yeah. um and, and i 100 i tell everybody like one i guess my relatively calm demeanor with dmdu comes from the fact that i had <laughs> please bleep his shoot first name government name. um yeah <laughs> bleep his government name
0: um, I'm, pretty sure already, I'm pretty sure you've already. I'm pretty sure you've already said his government name about ten times since we
1: started. No, no, no. I've tried really hard to say Hawker, <laughs> um, but having Hawker in the trenches and doing it then, like that, that brings my kind of calm demeanour now because I don't think it'll ever get as manic as it did then. Yeah, but I don't think I could have done it with anybody
0: else but Hawker. Look at this A pair of friends
2: together overcoming with the Jane Silent Bob of Australian wrestling, you know he's he's the short one that everybody loves that talks too much, and I'm the one that stands up the back with the long hair and smokes. Wait, I'm Silent Bob. No, you're Jay. You're just a we're sh- both Jay. You're just
0: a shorter Jay. I think is. What I just
1: saying. look like yeah. Silent Bob, but Silent Bob after he lost all the weight and started chirping mad shit. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean to, to be fair, yeah, exactly. Kevin Kevin Smith's actually the most talkative of the two of them in real life. So. Mm. Yeah,
1: because Jason Mewes took all his money and fucked well, and
0: just And also fucking did a whole bunch of fucking oxycodone and, and went a really bad way. But he's back. I think he's okay. I hope he's okay. Anyway, what we're here to talk about today is obviously you guys doing the spin-off shows from deathmatch down under which is pop-up wrestling and which is the Matt earth society which what was it bad idea number four i think you said it was or something like that on twitter i was Uh, thinking
1: i was thinking about this today when i was driving home from cold what was the first stupid fucking idea that we had that actually like made it out in
2: front of people um, well, there's plenty. the
1: ego wasn't a stupid idea. Ego no, no, no.
2: But there was there was the there was the Simpsons uh, hardcore match with the no. It that, was
1: Scott Platinum versus Scott the Platinum world, versus that was the bad.
2: world. Um, doing intergender wrestling before it was normalized. That was a pretty yeah, stupid yeah. The
1: Simpsons show that we were going to call uh, what was it? Uh, were you saying Boo or Boo Earns And then yeah. Because I was into drawing for like that six weeks, I fucking <laughs> hand drew the poster of Simpsons characters. So I have like hand drawn caricatures of like what Adam Brooks is Bart Simpson and Kellyanne is Lisa. Um, that <laughs>
2: yeah, like... dog is Grandkeep Grandskeeper Willie. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> like... and Cody,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's lost it. He's gone. I don't think he's gone. <laughs> <All> <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> you have to finish
0: yes, it. Who, uh, who's this one? Cody. Who's Cody?
1: Uh, Cody Swift. Too, okay. Who doesn't wrestle anymore? But I drew him as like, I think like. Do you remember the handsome kid Corey, from like Lisa's phone up? Oh line? yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drew him as him. Um yeah, like I hand drew the whole poster like a dumb fuck. <laughs>
0: It did, was so stupid. Did it get over? People like
1: it. I <laughs> so thought it was great, yeah. but I just remember doing it and it just uh-huh. being dumb. Um, That was pretty bad. And then what if we, what was it? Platinum was, then we wrapped up with Platinum. Did we go back to NAW?
2: No. No, we went no. to MCW. Yeah. But like, this is the thing. It's like Joel and our Joel and my relationship has been built on stupid ideas for pro wrestling. Uh Like, he's promised me that one day we will do a CBNetico because I'm a massive Shikara Mark, like 2005 to 2009 Shikara Mark, Uh that one day there will be a CBNetico in Melbourne. But you know it'll happen who the fuck's, it, honestly, gonna, who the that's fuck's like, gonna pay for eighteen
1: people. <laughs> yeah, but it just means like that the entire show is a C Bonnetico. The match goes two and a half hours. <laughs> like that's roughly what the amount of people that's on the show anyway. So as long as it goes the whole time, we're fine. But if you want to do a C Bonetico and then an undercard, you can
0: get fucked. Like um Explain the C of- for people that uh
2: have not watched it. So Conetico is a Eight on eight tag match, but instead of all of them, have been eight. You just said 18 people, 16 people. I'm not good at maths, and I've (laughs) also been drinking. Um, not a maths teacher. Um, but yeah, like, so you've got a batting order, so you've got opener, person number two, number three, number four, and you can only tag in that order, and it's elimination, and it's the best, the uh, so th- the so beat- think about
1: it like it's like dodgeball meets an, a sixteen-person tag. Hmm.
0: I'm very interested in this. Just an entire event that's just this chaos. So, yeah. which is wild if, thing if playing going... over the stereo the entire time on. on... <laughs>
2: Basically. if you go on to iwtv and if you haven't signed up for iwtv use code dmdu for getting five days free and also sending some money to the company um you'll also like it's got all the shikara shows on there so just go watch the bdk versus Shakara cbenetico because it's great because pinky sanchez it does some crazy shooting it <laughs> also i could spend an hour talking about you know shikara angles and why they were great until things went horribly wrong for that company which we won't mention but yeah no, but it's come full circle because our newest dumb idea that isn't matter of society is like straight out of shikara well there's that other dumb idea that we're not going to talk about until we announce the next four decisions
1: wait we... <sighs> Yeah, but that's not out of Chikara. Rafe, do you see? This is our entire exit. This is like (laughs) I'll get up for work at quarter to six in the morning, and I'll have some ridiculous fever dream, and flick him a voice memo, and he won't get back to me until like nine thirty. But he would have fully thrashed out my fever dream, compared it to something that I love, and then like it becomes
0: like it forms into reality, and you just turn it into an event (laughs) and sell tickets. Great example
2: great example joel sends me a message going i've yep. got this idea for this gimmick within yeah, two can, hours quickly can we, can,
1: we can we just like I'm, I'm happy to explain the gimmick I'm, on this i'm podcast. not please, i'm, not break it, I'm down. Not, no no, no I'm because not, we have we we have let me let me explain the voice message i said to you i'm happy to tell the story okay because it, it's i'm not gonna get the mask sewn up by july it's gonna take okay. a minute so hopefully everyone forgets about it right <laughs> so i was at a pub and right before they played closing time and kicked everybody the fuck out like one of the last songs they played was hey jude and i turned around to one of the guys i was having a beer with and went i would love to see someone use hey jude as their entrance music just so everyone could do the na 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 nah. right like it, it, it's really great crowd interaction shit so i sat there and i went how can i make this work and i hit the voice memo it was like 5 a.m um and when i want a, a character called like Chromopulous Jude or like some ridiculous first name with the surname Jude just so we can use the music right yeah and then comes, oh, so it's a bleep, bleep that Hawker comes back to me with I've
0: got so um, it's just
1: gonna
2: go boop boop any every time you do
1: yeah that. no I know Hawker um, comes back to me do you want to explain what you came back to me with so
2: I go why do you want the last name Jude and Joel says well you know it's a good you know gets the crowd going call him hey you know singing hey Jude and I went you know it would be funnier? Hey Jude, the horse wrestler. H A Y H A Y. Oh,
1: H-A-Y. <laughs> oh yes, the wrestling horse.
0: Yes. So they, they, this this reminds me, remember, remember in New Japan briefly where uh, Taguchi was some kind of ho- horse 100%. character. 100%. But it was like, the, I that was like, is this is what needs the... to be forever. But he, he only did it like one time ever and then was like gone that and was, never came back.
1: That was the reference Horko sent me for the mask.
0: Yes, that was the best. So I was like, how happening. is he not just doing this all the time? Was my answer. So,
1: so Hey Jude is a masked horse wrestler. With I love the, this. a version of the Taguchi Tog- horse Mask, a yeah. basket, a uh, baseball jersey that says, Hey, Jude, for no good fucking reason. And I could see Hawker queuing it up. We've already done the entrance music, and it's the greatest thing
2: ever. ever. On a gimmick. Hawk, that is so stupid.
0: Hawker, you got to send me the real audio file so people can hear that in all its like actual quality glory, and I'll just dub it into that point so everybody can hear it because that's going to be fire. This is. I've already drawn the, people for the up mask already. and yep. ordered the jersey. This like is it, it, it. It's. God, already sent it.
1: What just <laughs> happened? To
0: you? Um, um.
1: Yeah. So. That gimmick started as a joke, yeah. and now everything's been ordered for the gimmick, and now you'll see that pop up just, in the next six months.
0: Does Hey yeah. only, like, wrestle in, like, bunkhouse matches, where there's, like, hay bales and shit everywhere?
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> they come out really dejected with a carrot, with the green bit on the end, just like, this is my life now. Oh. Hey, this is what I have to fucking do. Hey. And just, like, really casually eating... If Orange Cassidy ate a carrot instead of drinking orange juice... <laughs>
0: Like I, the the chads, wore a mask. I would like to see the... Hey Jude fashion a carrot into a shank and use it in a... <laughs> you can have that one.
2: <laughs> I'll get. I'll get my knife out. Start whittling. But like the, the chads is another example of that. Like we have a list for every single member of the DMD roster mm. with their chad name. That's great. This is quality like,
0: time spent.
2: Like it is. Ninety percent of the things that we come up with pop us and hope other people will laugh at it. And that was, board, that was the that was the poor
1: decision show. hundred percent, it was just stupid shit that amused us and went. I think we're like more than the
0: average consumer of pro wrestling. I think other people would find this funny.
1: Want to bet a few thousand dollars on it? Sure, why not? Let's run a show
0: let's <laughs> see how it goes. And so then, how does how does Matt Earth Society come about? Because the moment I saw it, I was like, "This is genius." I'm already in. I know nothing about it, but the title's got me so. What's up with that? Where'd that come from? Yeah, I'll
1: go, I'll cover this one. I'm I for one I love expanding the definition of pro wrestling. Hawker is like the big DDT mark, and he'll talk about Kota Ibushi doing brain busters and fucking canoes and shit. But I'm getting run um, over by a
2: van.
1: See? And and doing moonsaults on fireworks, right? Um and fucking up Jimmy Hovics car. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but me i just like expanding the definition of pro wrestling like obviously you know i hang my hat on something as an isha's death match but i love no ring shows they're fun they're interactive they're fucking stupid wrestling at its core is fucking stupid it's fake fighting and we all believe it's real and pretend that it's real and cheer that it's real it's bullshit and people
0: people get very serious about it which is fucking stupid
1: But within the context of it's all bullshit, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. Orange Cassidy and Danhausen, bless their souls, have excellent TV contracts. Why are people like not going to believe that you could have wrestling without a ring?
2: I know. And the, other, the other big, the other big thing is, is that you know, you th- you think about you know the the bastions of professional wrestling and all that kind of stuff. You know, Wrestle Kingdom weekend. There's about twelve either mat shows or no ring shows that are happening in you know in all over tokyo shops or like weird dive bars all over tokyo and so yeah. you know and that was the to... inspiration yeah it was yeah.
1: the it was uh Junker did a new year's show um where he wrestled oh who's the blue trunks triple six kid he's in the undercard for all the big japan shows
2: um oh god fuck i can see his face
1: yeah, that kid, the one with the big chest. Yeah, yeah. So Mickey Kasai supposed- wrestled. Yeah, so Kasai wrestled him in a uh, bar show right after midnight. That's um, it. Um, one of the years we were there, and it's on one blue mat that we all had in high school. One singular blue mat in a bar, and just uh, seated around the blue mat on all four sides. It's just like a row of chairs, all going Kasai. Kasai <laughs> chanting like there's fucking 12,000 people there. Yeah. And um there's forty-five people in this bar.
0: Um and I went this is fun as fuck. That sounds like the best time I could ever have, if I'm if I'm honest.
1: Welcome to the Matter of Society. Concert. I love this. I went, I want to run stupid, stupid, stupid shit. Yeah. Like I want drag and drop pop up pro wrestling. I want to be able to go, you know, like, and the way it happened is this barbershop uh, that is in the, the area where Horko and I live, like, they're like, Hey, do you have any idea about any events? Cause me and Colone went and filmed some content there. And I said, well, I actually got this thing, but it got around the water supply. There's a bottle shop that wants to do this pop-up wrestling show. You know, it's, we could do it in a vintage clothing store. We could do it in a park. Yeah. It's drag and drop pop-up wrestling wherever you want to do it everything i need to be able to run the show fits in the backseat of my car and i drive a piece of shit gear like it just brings something that we all enjoy to do places and and it's unique experiences and i also love the concept of midweek wrestling um The redacted wrestling company that tried to do midweek wrestling. I'm not going to say their name. They don't deserve the notoriety. But like they were on to a good thing. It was just run by a dumb fuck. Midweek wrestling is great for everybody. People who have the time and the ability to consume more live entertainment in a live entertainment city like Melbourne. Awesome. And it means wrestlers can get paid more and work more during the week. Awesome. No one's getting hurt. It's a bit of fun. Let's have fun. I like fun. Mm
2: -hmm. Plus, there's beer. I, I think the the other big thing is is that you know we we have over the past two years that will not be named <laughs> seen of, you know almost a rise and a appreciation for these kind of more nuanced approaches to pro wrestling like Choka Pro is yeah. fucking amazing mm-hmm. but you know people aren't watching Gatto move but they're watching Chocopro Pro every week yeah you know Emi Sakura is on AEW. Not for the work that she's done over the past 20 years. It's because she's wrestled in some mats in, you know, on a poop brown mat in
1: the back of a chemist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, is that where it is in the
0: back of a chemist? Because it looks insane. It looks like a primary school or something.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's the back of a chemist. That's
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. when I think about how I first got into American deathmatch wrestling, like I was first ex- exposed to it in Japan, the first American deathmatch stuff I saw was Cass. Like I saw the Vice documentary and I was like, "That looks fun as fuck!" Like I just see this maniac like spitting beer everywhere and like throwing around glass in the middle of a bar, like after a band's played. I'm like, "Sign me up!" I was at those kind of shows anyway. Just dudes weren't fighting. Well, not not for fun. They were anyway.
1: fighting, but it wasn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were just <laughs> tragic and sad. Where this is like fun and whimsical. You know what I mean? And you and it, like you say, it can be anything you want. It can be. Ridiculous. It can be funny. You can break whatever rules you want. It can be violent. It can be all those things. And it's not expensive to put on. Like it's genius is what it is because people can go it's have a good time. There's entertainment. Art. Exactly. And it's like, would I prefer to just go, you know, stand in a bar somewhere or would I prefer to interact in, like you say, a performance and like be a part of something and put aside – you know, suspend disbelief for a little while and be a part of like this fun thing, you know, I guess I guess is the best best way I can put it. But like when people like decide to let go of like, I'm just going to be a fucking cool guy in a bar and just be like cas, and like everybody knows it's bullshit and you're just like like on the ground, like whatever, who cares? I think it's awesome.
1: It's like going to see improv theater sports, but it'll actually be funny.
2: Like and and you also you also think about the kind of the the you know I'm gonna put my my wanky arts degree to effect here. Think about uh, the juxtap-
1: the, that, that, that hat's on the shelf behind you. You can go and get it.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the juxtaposition, you know, we've got a tag match between four guys who will beat the fuck out of each other in you know Black Roach Reserve and Damo and Cal. One of them's going to end up bleeding, but the uh-huh. fans are holding the tag ropes.
1: Yeah, that's the dude, gimmick of the main event tag so match cuz we're like, how can we do a tag match in a no ring setting and we're like, well let's give the tag ropes to the fan. <laughs> so so it's 100% so, interactive. So
0: there'll be a tag team match. partner just with a little rope just basically holding hands with a, a crowd member. <laughs>
1: an audience member. And then that audience member if they don't want the tag rope anymore, they can give it to another just give audience it to some member. Other dude. And then it's almost like capture the flag because if you want to mug the other guy in the match and take their tag rope and flush it down the toilet, guess what? There's no way they could be the legal person anymore. <laughs> like, within the universe that we create, you walk in the door and you agree to accept everything that will be presented to you as it's presented to you. It's limitless of the fun that we can have and the interaction that you can have. And it's not like sitting six rows back at an independent show and going, Well, this is really cool and like you only really react when someone gets the fuck kicked out of them or like it's a massive chop or a big slam or whatever. Everything's happening within arm's reach of you.
0: Exactly. You've got no choice but it's to be. Involved. There. Yeah, exactly. So what are some of the matches you guys have got? Like have you announced a lineup? So, so we've announced
1: we've announced all three matches. Fuck, we should really put them back on the incident tomorrow. Um, remind me, I'll message our social media too. Um, <laughs> but so it's only three matches because uh-huh. the thing is, um, La Bodega, which is the barbershop in Williamstown, mm-hmm. um, have paired up with Touchwood. I believe it's Hawkers. If not, I'm sorry. But Hawkers get the free plug because I like got told it was Hawkers. Um, so it's free beer on arrival. Tickets 25 bucks. Free beer on arrival. So you walk in the door and the Hawkers are up. Here's a can. Thanks so much for coming. Great deal. Awesome. I'm already in. Sit there, have a can, relax. It's a Wednesday night. There is no predisposition that we all don't have work in the morning, right? Like, so it's only a three-match card. We're not asking for an exorbitant amount of money. We're making sure there's a beer included in the price. Opening match, I believe, will be Tali versus Kid Valiant. I don't know. We'll work out Yes, the order. It's Tali it's
2: versus Kid Valiant, and she's gonna kick the fuck out of him until he becomes Kid Presentable and then finally Kid Moe. <laughs> Kid Mo. Yes.
1: No kid ugly, and then kid mo,
2: kid gruesome,
1: kid gruesome. I I started watching The Simpsons again just because of that gag. But um, yeah. So so that's our opening match, and the whole the whole gimmick is like because there's no room really for like I'll pull down the fourth wall. You can't really do run spots. You're not seeing massive, you know, like big high flying technical things. Kid Valiant wants to do anything high flying. He literally has to climb on the barber desk. Yeah, <laughs> he's allowed to do it. Yeah. They've said yes, but that's the only way you're doing high flying shit. Um, and it's the floor, not a ring. You have to kind of be conservative and work smartly. Um, so that match will happen, and then there's like a five minute break because the bar is a meter and a half wide, so everyone can go get another beer after match one and sit down and have a chat. And Hawker gets to run their fucking old Japan highlight playlist. Um, no,
2: you, it's can find- TNA. you can find it.
1: 2007 TNA baby. <laughs> The logo is All Japan. Can you please just run All Japan?
0: 2017a. 2017.
1: 2017 is the other joke that we're
0: working on. I think I, I think I remember you just download, saying something down, about yeah, this
1: when we we're Download the All Japan life. highlights of fucking MV Zone. That's all I ask. Yes. About. um And then so we're doing it's... a last
2: rights match at next poor decisions. That's, <laughs> That's, That's loose to me, and i'm all. Con- Complete with piped-in fire Russo chants. <laughs> when when gonna say, are you guys going to run me? kennel from hell? That's what I really want to know. That'd be terrible to animals. That's do that exactly. to
0: well, actually, now that you say it, it was such a bad match that it popped into my head, and now I feel bad for even suggesting it because I thought about those poor Dobermans. seemed kind of scared. Unless, no,
1: not like, been that awful. <laughs>
0: Unless you did it in um, mat society and it was just cute small dogs that were getting patted like around the ring. instead of dogs, instead of dog.
2: like someone on a poodle. Like. Instead of dogs, you've got Mad Dog, the dog C- Katie Trey, and other people who use dog dog related gimmicks. On the outside, or just people yeah. in dog
0: costumes, like for no reason. Don't tell anybody. Just advertise as kennel from hell. No, You've got things all see, over it.
1: See, this is the thing. Hawker's like anyone with dog in the name, and I can think of like six in Australia off the top of my head. There you go. I do that as a kennel from hell. Like bad dog could do that for a rib. Like,
0: and you don't tell it. You don't how, tell the fans. It's just nothing but Dobermans this is on the. How on these them. ideas start? <laughs> oh right? no, I'm in the loop. I'm becoming part of it.
1: In like nine months you'll yeah. see a Kennel from Hell match advertised I love Mad it. Mad Dog walking yeah. around in a giant fucking dog costume. Like, <laughs> you know, the go- the the guy who robbed Marge on The Simpsons with the fucking goofy hat. Yeah. On. Like and He's got a gun like this is gonna be your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's Kennel from Hell. Like Mad Dog needs to somehow be scarier. Let's give him a firearm. Like um <laughs>
2: We really this
0: is how it starts. This is out of control already. <laughs> we right.
1: are adults.
0: Oh Okay. Uh, and match the other two. match, uh,
1: the, other, the the other match is uh, Mad Dog versus Jordan Samson. So Mad Dog has oh, done wicked, yeah. about, about a gazillion of these matches in Japan. Yeah. Um, the, this kind of style of fight, it, it, it's called underground over there. Yeah. And it it, it is it, Samson is, you know, kind of new on, on the DMDU radar, and has only been wrestling for a minute and a half, but. Um, nationally ranked K1 yeah, kickboxer.
0: Wow. wow,
1: has done a bunch of MMA, legitimately hard as fuck.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a big joke. He trains with me every Tuesday at uh, APW, and I'm trying to get him to come out of the pro wrestling shell and kind of lean a little bit more into being that hard guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he and look, I've told him to his face, he does look the kind of guy who goes to Bali for a holiday for three weeks and then comes back and tells him tells you that he knows how to do Muay Thai. Um,
2: but <laughs> He That's not a up. bad gimmick though. Like that, that everyone hates that guy. He comes out in a bing, bing Tang singlet and sigla- henna down one arm.
1: Pulls, oh, yeah. yeah, and says I yeah. know how to fight. But the difference is He, no, he actually does. Yeah, um and we see we we thrashed this out, but all the uh, all the nicknames we came up with were really inappropriate. They were bad. I'm not going to repeat them on the podcast. They were bad. But look at Orko's smile. He knows how bad they were. <laughs> I'm um, gonna, this is an
0: off-air conversation.
1: It is, because they're awful. Um, but Samson, like, on a whim, has been thrown in, like, the time he wrestled Gore, I think it was the first taking back Sunday. Was he... No, that wasn't the worst one. Oh, fuck, hang on. Um, yeah, yeah like the taking, the taking back
2: Sunday Sunday match was like purely out of you know. No, but it was day of. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's the thing. It's it's that situation. You you give it, you give those guys a chance, and Jordan Sampson is legitimately hard, and someone like Gore, who's also legitimately hard, it just fucking works. Adam with Mad Dog, it's you know they're both gonna
1: wake up, go to work knock off work and then choose violence and then decide to settle their differences in a fucking barbershop.
0: That's, that's what's up. That's I I've told you before that, like I've been uh, considering moving to Melbourne and the, the more you guys do this shit, the more I just think my general work week would be a lot more enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I was existing over there because fuck you guys are just promoting everything I want to see always and it's killing me
1: we just do stuff that amuses ourselves but we're both pro wrestling fans in our mid 30s that have been watching this stuff for 20 years and have don't sit there and go it's still real to me damn it like I love the extension of the pro wrestling universe that stuff makes me happy mm. uh, and I enjoy that shit so why wouldn't I share the stuff that I enjoy with My
0: friends, like and other like-minded people. I just want to have fun, and it's it's crazy. Like I'm saying this to my wife, I'm like the amount of drama in like the wrestling business. I didn't know about any of it, you know, before the podcast. Like I was just a fan, you know. And as I've interviewed people and sort of heard stories and stuff, I'm like it's fucking it's 90210 out there man like the amount of it like that that doesn't even sum up the amount of drama that's always going on i'm like can everybody just have fun like
2: so so here's here's the thing and this is something i haven't really spoken about you know on the record as such but you know what fuck we'll do it we'll do it live um pandemic hit and i sat there and i went you know what fuck this sick of this business i'm sick of the You know, all of the the kind of oh he said she said stuff and I was like, you know what? I don't need that in my life. I've just spent the past eight months locked in my house with my cat and my partner. I've gotten really good at Skyrim again. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna chill out. Life is good. Life is good. But then that motherfucker with his giant beard and his bald head starts making wrestling fun again. Yeah. And you know that's what's brought me brought me back from the you know the brink of sitting because in the he crowd. retired. He
1: told us we were done.
2: Left his boats and I in went, the all ring. All
1: right, but but there was a, honestly there was a large part of trepidation with everything that we did with DMD because I said I don't have my right hand man. I don't. And then, like, for for whatever reason, and again, like we haven't had this conversation. This is literally like the, he hasn't mm. told me that, but. Whether it is that I'm, I'm making it fun again or, you know, like for whatever reason, when there is a pinch point and I sit there and the panic starts setting, like, oh, I would love my best friend by my side. I look next to me and it's like he's been there the whole time.
0: That's awesome.
1: And like, he'll sit there. Was it Dream? Mm-hmm. So there it was Dream. And the, the whole thing with the Dream tournament, we were coming out at five months, four or five months of lockdown. Yeah. It was June yeah. to November, right? June and November, we'd been locked down and, and Dream was the first show back and I kept sitting there going, something's got to go wrong. Something's going to happen that the show isn't going to come off. Like, just all the stigma with Deathmatch, everything I've spoken with you, Rafe, about yeah. Deathmatch. This show isn't going to come off. And I didn't know if, show, if Hawker was going to make it. And he's like, I'll be there for what I can. But also we all also, I was just had children. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my my son Sam was maybe five weeks old. Yeah. Um and Mine was Walker's three. son was three and a half because they're Fresh. literally like eight days apart yeah. because everyone thinks we planned this. Yeah. And we didn't, of course you didn't plan it. Yeah, our, son, our sons are a week apart, hundred yeah. percent. Uh it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> but one of Future our staff members friends. had a giant breakdown. That's cute. But one of our staff members had a giant breakdown on the day and said that like and like a key integral uh, staff member on the on the show, I had a giant breakdown and said, I I, I can't I, I can't handle it. I, I, I don't know what to do. And I sat there and, like, my eyes are real wide. And, like, I'm the first match in that fucking tournament. So, like, I've got a gazillion things on. Promoter hat. I have to fucking do a death match in, like, an hour and a half. So many things going on. I literally like, looked up from my head in my hands. And Hulk was walking in the door. "When you look like shit. What do you need? And I explained the situation. And he went, you got to run shit? I said, yep. He's like, I'm on it. Yeah, nice. And just, like, took it and just walked off. And, and like... I don't need to, I I constantly say the amount of time it takes me to explain how to do the things, like all the knowledge is up here in my head Uh and in his head, but the amount of time it takes me to explain these tasks to other people, I could just do them myself. I absolutely adore, and there's no one on the planet that I have this connection with other than Hawko, and it works back the other way as well, like if one of us needs something like I, I I didn't need to explain what needed to be done to Hawker that day. He just grabbed the run sheet and went, I'm on it and just marched off and he had it and everything, everything went off without a hitch. That's awesome. Like that's it's, it's the coolest bond ever. And it's been so cool. Like, and again, it's, it's stories we'll never tell on a public forum, but like, you know, the dinners in Japan (laughs) and the cake story. And, and so many just like fucking surreal experiences that I've got to experience with my best friend because of pro wrestling, like it, like like it does come full circle, and it's cool that we can have the super serious intense times. And like I remember after the Okada show, both of us just bawling our eyes out for five minutes just because like it was the the uh all, all of the the tension and stress of the past month coming out. Mm-hmm but then the other side of it is, Hey, we've got a, a fun idea. Like let's do wrestling in a barbershop on a Wednesday afternoon. And if it takes off, we can take it to literally fucking anywhere on a Wednesday night because people want to see weeknight wrestling and it's something to do on an hour and a half and escape, you know, this fucking horrible dystopia we live in for fucking 90 minutes to, you know, two hours on a Wednesday. It's a stupid idea. I get to do it with my best friend in the whole world. And I fucking love
0: that. That's awesome, man. Like for anybody that's had like a, a partner in crime or a coworker that, you know, you click with or or anything like that, a business partner or, or even just like, a like you know, a life partner or whatever. There's a, You only get so many of those relationships in your life, you know what I mean, with that person that like, like you said, you guys hadn't been hanging, things were apart, you were running the show, but then like the moment that person walks in, it's like no time has passed, you know what I mean? What are we doing? And you're just in... That's awesome, man. Because yeah, like I, I think you only get a few of those in your life, and it, it's wicked that you guys are still able to do that together. Um, I, I
2: think it's awesome. Yeah, and like the, and this is the big this is the big thing about it. You know, at the, at the end of the day, like Joel said, wrestling's stupid. Let's have fun with it. <laughs> like let's let's get weird. Let's have you know the the silly shit. But we can also put on the spectacles as well. Like you know, what's you know. On fr- on Saturday, we get to do a two-ring fucking war games show. <laughs> Which you is know, crazy. Th- there's, there's a six-year-old... It's the first
1: two-ring show in Australia in at least yeah. 15 years. Yeah.
2: Like, there's there's a six-year-old that's sitting there that was a little bit too weird because all he did was watch old NWA tapes from Civic Video and Emu Plains that is sitting there going, two-ring war games? Like, that's so fucking cool. And, like, this is the big thing. <laughs> And, like, it's the, the the main crux, I guess, of the entire story. Wrestling's stupid, but let's have fun with it and let's do the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have the IWGP champion here. Let's put a ring in Festival Hall for the first time in 35 years. Let's do there. a two-ring war games show. Let's do a no-ring show in a barber shop in Williamstown. Yeah, Fucking follow your dreams, kids. Like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? They say, no, fuck it, do
0: yeah. it. Exactly right. And, like, you, you're not with, – with something like the Matt Earth Society, you're not trying to, like, change the world and book a stadium, you know what I mean? You just need a crowd of people and, and have a bit of fun. And you put on something like that with a free beer or whatever, people will come down, people will check it out. And then it's such a fun idea that it's like, where can you take it? Because in, in my eyes, like, you talk about barbershops and stuff, but you could take it anywhere, you know what I mean? It's like, cool, this week it's anywhere. in this empty pool in this backyard in this re- it's yeah. like it's like the old van dam like fight movies and stuff. We're in a squash court this week boys. Like, you know, like what are we doing? Like Yeah, you so, get like, like, all kinds of cool locations and you can film them, you can put them anywhere like free YouTube whatever and you can build something really cool. Like it's it's it's
2: the punk DIY stuff, yeah. you know, like you know, there's there's going back you know, six beards ago for me when I was, you know, 17 years old playing gigs in the most random shit places. You know, we did one out in the parking lot of a McDonald's. It's it. you know, it just stupid. We played stupid on the top of like a hat.
0: skate ramp one time. That was pretty dope. Like on a big half yeah. pipe. That was pretty killer.
2: But like that, that's the sort of like I played in a school quad once. At a school I didn't even attend. Like, I wrestled uh,
1: in a school quad once in a school I didn't even attend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: there's, there's a lot that, you know, punk punk and, you know, especially like metal DIY stuff and pro wrestling, that Venn diagram slowly becoming a fucking circle. Yeah. Like, and we can do that with the Matter Earth Society. You know? I, I'd love to do do a Matter Earth Society show in a KFC. Mainly just so I can sit and eat nuggets while... You know,
1: but the thing is, the see, and then this is the thing. I think if we look through our Rolodex deep enough, we probably know someone who runs... We know someone who owns a fast food restaurant.
2: We literally have a guy for pretty much everything at this point. We
1: know somebody who runs a fast food restaurant in Kangaroo Flat. Um, who probably owes us about a gazillion favours? <laughs> <laughs> so it's already so, taking
0: shape because there's no rules. This you is can do how, whatever you but
1: want. This is how it works.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. It's so fun, man. <laughs> it's it's all about a barter system at this point. Yeah, beer is the international
0: currency. Yeah. So, are there plans to film it or not yet? At first, it's just yeah, totally. Just gonna be, you are going to be filming it. One hundred percent. Why would we do something this stupid and not documented? Well, exactly um, right. That's it.
1: <laughs> of course we're going to film it. Um, we're going to film it, and in terms of distribution, uh, I'm probably another two cans away from working that one out. Um, but, like, what you said is kind of the idea. Um, and again, Horka and I haven't really discussed this, but I assume it would probably be some kind of free thing. I,
0: I'm and telling I, you, just aim for that plaque. You know, the YouTubers get that silver plaque. Just aim for
1: it is it's the choco pro um big japan capture thing mm-hmm. where it's like well, i want the matter Earth society title belt inevitably and it will be a sticker belt because i've still got i got the belt back from gabby yes so, i finally got the belt back from gabby
0: okay now you've um, got to tell this story
2: what, what belt are we discussing
0: Oh, fuck. Hang on. Okay, All
2: quick. quick we could, we'll go vamp for 30 seconds
1: while yeah,
2: I grab he's it. Go, he's going to tell the story. The story's a good story. So we had this idea of running matches with a music company that kind of fell through. So we turned it into a sticker belt for this kind of like brass knuckles championship type thing. Okay. And the, like we both thought the belt had disappeared into the ether and had kind of like, I haven't seen this belt in a fucking <sighs> hell. Like, I haven't there seen this belt in about... Nine years. This we just is, uh, styrofoam. Ah, <laughs> okay.
1: Good. The, now plates are, the plates are they're they're solid. So um a a buddy of mine who I Hawko actually knows because they used to play music, they used to play underage gigs together. Um was running a thing called DS Enterprises as, as like an underage uh like a freezer gig booking kind of gimmick called DS Enterprises, and he wanted to potentially run wrestling. So we got this title belt, uh, which is uh, designed off the ROH title at the time. Uh-huh. It's just like 10, 12 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and it says DS Enterprises on it. So it's the DS Enterprises Heavyweight Champion. Um, and then it got Stick It Up as the King of the Underground title. It's got, like, fucking guitars and stuff on it. Like, it's cool as shit. Yeah. But um, this is just... The belt, and yeah, we we thought it got lost. And apparently, it's been sitting in a box in storage for the last nine years. So and, a fresh uh, new sticker. There you and go. Now I've got it back, and we've got this stupid concept. And stickers aren't hard to get, so we, we, this will probably become the matter of the society title. I would, why, the lineage.
2: I work across the street from an office work, so guess what, Daddy's wearing on Wednesday night. <laughs> It's gonna be a giant belt Can I, if
1: I give you the measurements for a sticker, can you get me a sticker by Wednesday? Oh, I can get, I can get it during
2: my lunch break. I'll get it during Smoko tomorrow. At a point, there'll be a title um, match as of as of Wednesday. Just announced. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll
1: do a tournament, which means we have to do more than one show. Um, So, yeah, I want it to be this this ridiculous belt. And, like, it can appear on every company in Melbourne, in Australia even. But the only way it can be defended is in these ridiculous pop-up locations. Assault. It's like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. It's like you don't fight in a ring. Oh, guess what? We're fighting over on a bridge above a whole bunch of punji sticks. Like, all right, I guess that's where we're working this week. Whatever, boys. Maybe, uh, maybe no bumps into the punji sticks. Okay, but how's
0: the security the on
1: trams? in The Outworld in?
2: Heavyweight Championship. What was it? They the out The Outworld. <laughs> As opposed to the Inworld.
1: No, the Outworld's one of the realms in.
2: What's one of the realms in? Mortal Kombat here, Mark. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> no, not a big Mortal I was a big
1: Mortal Kombat guy when I was like nine. Like... But yeah,
2: yeah. I didn't, didn't grow up. I, <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I've, really, I've really enjoyed doing this podcast. First of all, anyone who's listening, who lives in Melbourne, who hasn't already got a ticket to Matter of Society, there's fuck all tickets. I told you, it's in a barbershop. Come. There's not a lot of room. Get a freebie. But... it's been fun because we haven't really in a public forum ever in the last decade kind of I guess indoctrinated anyone into the chaos that is our friendship and the way our minds work. I'm enjoying it. Like, we're we're, we're both really creative passionate people on our own but when we get together just shit flows and stupid stupid shit comes out. We we caught up with a buddy yesterday for a couple of beers. Like and that ended in, like, we caught up with a buddy yesterday for a couple of beers, and that ended in legitimately us starting to put together the framework for King of Trios in Australia. Like, it, look, it like was all much closer team. than, yeah, <laughs> we with sixteen had teams, teams. like, much closer than like it wasn't. Oh, it'd be cool. It was like, oh no, this would work. All right, cool. All right, let me make some phone calls, and we'll see what we can do. <laughs>
0: It always just starts as bullshit and you guys laughing and then ends up inevitably becoming something.
1: And then the penny drops to so go, wait, hang on. Maybe but there's like, something we, here.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it might be something to do this. Usually it's just like bullshit, bullshit. And then there's this like kind of blackout phase where we go about our lives and then we'll wake up mm-hmm. and go, oh shit, we've just put on a show that has our dumb ideas on it. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who let us do that?
0: Like, oh, it, wait, it was us. Yeah. yeah, do you guys just have like a separate bank account for stupid ideas so you don't like completely fucking roll yourselves off? No, we clip? just
1: don't buy much craft beer for a couple of weeks, leading in. Uh, that's uh, and,
2: that, and that's exactly it. It's like, oh,
1: yeah, we, we just drink shit tents for a couple just of weeks. Pair and, back uh,
2: that usually. What a, what a slab of tokato to save money, honey. And uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, those other,
1: yeah. Issues. I totally love drinking PBR and having mud ass for two weeks. <laughs>
0: But hey, I've got wrestlers to pay. And I've got promo to do. Exactly. No, I, I'm I'm for it, man. I think it sounds so fun. If I was in Melbourne, I'd be there. Fuck. I uh hate that I live in Perth. It makes me very jealous. <laughs> but see the thing is, we could bring Matter society to Perth. You could. It's not hard. And then exactly you wouldn't have to go crazy to do it. And like we can drum up No, people to I'm do sure,
1: it. I'm sure I'm sure someone in Perth has ten jigsaw mats. That's literally all we need. The tag ropes fit in their carry on.
2: Like, <laughs> the tag ropes.
0: Just yeah, like probably, a little <laughs> bit. Probably,
2: probably wouldn't even need to, you know, fly Six. anyone over apart from us two, you know, because there'd, there'd be guys in Perth who, you know, I'd at the very least like to catch up with a beer I can yeah. already think of eight people who would do this uh, willingly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this. This Is a great concept, and we're going to t- you know what? it's a great touring concept.
0: It into- it's a great touring concept to be honest. You can even in- bring the jigsaw mats, you could just check them, like <laughs> you know what I mean. You just, you, your, your case is just big enough, get one big enough for the exact jigsaw mats, and then bring your clothes in your backpack.
2: <laughs> no, you, you wear all the clothes on the fly, that's how you save luggage space. Just fine. Um, but you know, we could franchise this, you know, you, you could have. Mac Earth Society, or you know, Emu Matt Earth Society in Western Australia, or Forex Matt Earth Society in Queensland. Mm. Actually, no, not Queensland. I'm still hunting for the stuff. Is,
1: is it Tooey's Matter Society in New South Wales?
2: No, nah, it's Rees's in New South Wales.
1: Yikes! <laughs> and then what? Cascade
2: Premium Matter.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: If it isn't, that's no, where that... you need to be hunting down for it. James Boggs,
2: Mad Earth Society,
1: yeah. <laughs> Wizard Smith, Matter.
0: Emu Export, Matter Earth Society. Here, in- in- that's what I was saying. Yeah, I love this idea. This and then at the stuff. very end of the year, then you could have a like, I don't know, a big cluster or something, where it's just each of the champions Shit from the going. various. From the How various. Do, you do a
1: Royal Rumble in a no ring.
0: <laughs> Hilariously. Absolutely. Do it in a fire station, and they come down the pole each time.
1: Well, do we draw, like, a (laughs) rig of salt? Like... Around the jigsaw mats, and once you're outside the circle, you're, you're just done. Just we a-
2: would be able to book Finn Balor then, kind of demons crossing that salt. No, we
1: cannot. But uh, he's too expensive anyway. <laughs>
0: That's um, also true. But see, that also works with the the fire pole idea because you build all the mats around it. You have the ring of salt, and then when the timer goes off, the person comes down the pole, and it's just part of the. Oh, fr- I know how
1: we're doing it. We're doing it on what? What are the names of the big blow up <laughs> things that we used to have at fucking high school swimming carnivals?
0: Pontoons,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, this you're saying do it in a pool. Getting-
1: Pontoon, no, because you know what it is it's Matter Society X
2: Flashdown. Yeah, no, we're <laughs> getting into a territory that we don't have the rights to, brother. Yet. <laughs> This is getting out of control.
0: All right, yeah, and you're giving away all your good ideas. Let's quickly now that we we've run down matter society and it is hilarious. I think I'd be remiss without giving you a quick chance to use this platform to plug your um, American trip, buddy, because you are off again very, very soon. Go show these cunts what's up. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's
1: fucking like it's a week from tomorrow. I've done nothing, <laughs> um, literally nothing um but I'm, I'm very excited i have an even worse schedule than i did last time um all right so i land fuck let me get the calendar up because i always yeah, have the dates
0: up so it's worth noting that our last episode we did our bonus episode before you set flight is one of my most popular episodes in that everybody references it all the time and all of the americans are now obsessed with the c word because of us which is why I'm I used it. So they just constantly uh, bring hang it
1: up. Wait, let, oh, I'm going to forge you real quick. Um, where the fuck is it?
2: What is it with Americans and cunts? Like, Well, they, well they're no, normally offended the by it. To, I'm, I'm but, about, but we, I'm going to
1: forge you my tour shirt, which is going on pre sale. Oh, Literally, just... I'm doing the post after we finish recording this, if I'm not too mashed. Um, <laughs> So, 50 50 or whether it goes up tonight. But. I'm sending you the design. You were talking about the C bomb.
0: Yeah, because we we were the, saying that you weren't you go. going to send it last night. Oh yes. Oh, so you are going to sick. send sell so many of these. The shirt's like, a sick hunt I'm Just crying. to Darren McCarty and, and Don Holland alone. <laughs> we'll
2: buy several. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um here at darren mccarty call somebody a cunt makes my makes my day um all right so thursday 23rd of june i have cole radrick um for marcus mathers all i want show which is a sean henderson produce i'm main eventing a show over like bussy and shannon moore and alex cologne so good um i'm gonna be like relatively fresh getting off the plane but like I'm literally bringing three green squares to that show, green circles to that show, and I'm making Shannon Moore and Alex do the fucking three-cow dance. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cologne could be Tank Abbott. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Friday, 24th of June, uh, I have Colby Carino, who I believe is the best junior heavyweight in the world. I think, yeah. So and it's also...
2: It's also a huge deal because like for as long as I've known Joel, he's admired and loved and respected Colby Carino's old man. And so
1: yeah is this shirt. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And now gets to, you know, potentially do a homicide and Kill yeah, his like, son. Kill his son and become you know, his.
1: I'm son the son now.
0: The I'm the new
2: son. Look what
1: I've done to your son. No, the other way around. I'm going to break Colby's neck and be like, Steve, if you want revenge? You know where to find me, motherfucker. Uh, you,
0: you got to yell into the so, camera like uh, Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom when he was like, uh, had uh, had showed a Umino in the thing. He's like, look what I'm doing to your son. Like that kind of fight call him yeah, out. That's exactly what I'm going for.
1: Yeah. Um and then 25th of June, myself and Casey Kirk, big death match at the Hard Ballroom Ooh, in Newark, New England, Jersey. Which is going to be a lot of fun. Um I'm happy to give you all the spoilers, so this hasn't been announced yet. 26th of June Sunday, H two O six F and years part two. Myself and Lowlife Louis Ramos in oh, a drunken death match. Yes. My poor fucking liver. Holy fuck! It's uh, four loco versus craft beer. Oi! Um, uh, so I think you throw. win that
0: match because I had one four loco uh, as a like celebratory wedding drink after we got married in Vegas, and that night got fucking wild <laughs> real fast. And that shit, that shit's poison. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: I'm great, though. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proper concerned. Yeah, but then, Craft Beer is uh, heavier, weekend,
0: so he'll be faster. Yeah,
1: and then the next weekend, Deathmatch Circus Friday,
0: yes. uh,
1: 1st of July, I have an ICW American Deathmatch title match Rematch. with Eric Ryan.
0: Yeah.
1: Rematch with Eric Ryan at 8 o'clock. And then at midnight, I have Tommy Vendetta in the pit, which I'm really excited about. Tommy's fucking excellent talent out of the Detroit area. Saturday, uh myself and friend of the show, Neil Diamond Cutter, finally get to have our scrap. Possibly if he beats me, all of America can say the word cunt without recourse. Um (laughs) high stakes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) and then later that night I have John Wayne Murdoch. And then on the third of July, as what's seemingly becoming tradition, New Fear City presents. Uh, Great American Trash in Brooklyn, New York Uh, I have a Crazy fucking singles match that I cannot Tell on the air, I will tell you When we sign off, but I cannot say on the air Um, Only because if it doesn't happen It will disappoint a whole bunch of people So, uh, but at this stage It's looking really fucking cool Um, Yeah, so that's my American tour, and then I'm going to come home And die, no I'm not, I'm going to come home I have a week's break, and then I have to fight Alex Scaline So, um, onward And upward (laughs) Exactly. Haven't
2: announced that. Haven't announced that yet, baby.
1: Uh yeah, we have. look, no, we have if you know where to look.
2: Yeah, that's true. But so if you to
1: if- the DMDU event and click on the poster, you'll see that it's me versus Cologne. Yeah. Otherwise we announce it Saturday. So I'm all about giving Rafe the Scoopy Scoops.
0: That's so- true. Exactly, and I but don't put then, it in the show notes. I just let people know that if they want scoops, they got to listen to the episode, and then that's on them. Got to listen
2: to the full thing, brother.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: But more importantly, Joel's got a fucking title match rematch, and then he's going to bring it back here and not go back to America until those priests from ICW come here in October. How sick is that? If he'd listened
0: to me the first time, he'd still be the fucking champion if he just put it in the post instead of fucking defending it.
1: No, I would have lost it. And then we would have like had to do the possession as nine-tenths of the law bullshit. And it would have gotten off the plane and got beaten with bats.
2: Like. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, sound, that sounds rubbish. I'm but Joel that. will be champion in perpetuity and those Yanks will come over and try and do their thing here and Joel will keep the belt and it'll be great. And... Right,
0: forevermore here in Australia. But yeah, bringing it back to Australia would be sweet. Fingers crossed.
1: I, I, I didn't count my eggs before they hatched last time and I beat Reed Bentley, so I'm not gonna count my eggs before they hatch. A lot can change between now and then. Like Eric's gotta get through Atticus, and Atticus is on a fucking tear. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things have to go right. It's changed up before. You know
0: time. what I mean? I, I think like before you went last time, you yeah. were sort of under the impression that it would maybe be John and then it, then John, it was Reed. John lost it to yeah, Reed. Yeah. Exactly. You think it's gonna be Eric now? It could be Attic. Totally. That would be either way. It's a, it's a banger matchup. I'm I'm very excited for it, man. I'm so happy for you. That is going to be an amazing run. I'm so excited for the Matt Earth society. You got, you guys are going to have to send me the footage. Like as soon as you've, got it edited or whatever you need to or even raw considering it's, going be, to watch it. considering it's going to be filmed on an iPhone it won't be hard to get to you yeah like, uh, <laughs> just send it sorry, just stream it live go live on Facebook I'll watch. It. I'll see watch this, it is, it this is
2: where I, I'm annoyed that the Google Glass never took off because if the Google Glass took off I'd have like some kind of like POV glasses type thing and I'd just live stream it but that's that would, dangerous for like 10 different reasons
1: because you forget you're wearing them and then you go for a piss between matches and then everyone sees your horn <laughs>
2: Doesn't seem phased. You're welcome.
1: I've seen his horn. No one should be (laughs) phased.
0: And with that, I want to thank everybody for listening to Faces and Feels podcast. This has been a great episode learning about the loving friendship of these two gentlemen and their stupid ideas. Man, (laughs) check out Matter Society. It's on Wednesday. If you live in Melbourne, don't be a fucking dickhead go and see it because that's what I'd be doing if I lived in Melbourne, but I don't. So you need to go for me and then send me lots of pictures and tag me in it. That would be an awesome time. And then check out, he's got an additional plug.
2: I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. If you've listened to this and you have come because you've listened to that, I will buy you the beer. I would buy Rafe. Oh no. And I would try, I would try and fuck him on some kind of extremely high ABV beer. So, you know, yeah, to if, you want to, if you
1: hear this and you're on the fence about coming, come to the show because Hawker will get you shit-faced because the fridge at La Bodega has lots of like 8% double IPAs that are delicious, mm. but will get you proper fucked.
0: I, I, yeah. I just catch a and plane. I, I just catch a plane and, 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 uh, and I'll uh, call I mean, him on yeah. that bluff. That would be sick. Um, but sure. I feel pressure now for my listeners to at least one of you go there and represent, please. That would be amazing. It will be an awesome time and you'll get uh, an amazing drink from Hawker. So please do that. And also, just the one. Yeah, just the, just the one because it's already getting extravagant and expensive. And then after that, make sure you catch Joel Bateman all over IWTV for like two weeks as he main events like every show is on and just like rules America, then wins the American Deathmatch title and then comes home and then you've got nothing but Deathmatch down under bangers forever until Dream and then we've got ICW coming to Australia in October for I'd my like birthday. So thoughtful. Um, yeah, I'd love a nap. but other than that, <laughs> There's no time for yeah. a nap. This is the life of a champion. No, no, no. Do you think Ric Flair <laughs> napped? No. I don't know if he's the example. Good he, good talk example. About he, he did really. lots We're of bad things. Actually, like don't look at him as the... Title, right? yeah, do, not, do not look at him as the example. But you get where I'm going with it. Either way... Everybody out there, follow these men. Tell them where to follow you guys on social media. Oh
2: fuck! What did I uh, you <laughs> can't follow Hawko on any social media. No, no, no. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm at no, D-M-M-H-K-O. DMMHKO. That was for at Deathmatch Manager Hawko. So that's at DMMHKO. It's on private because of my shoot job, but you know, fuck it. Maybe I'll turn it public soon. But yeah, it's really just me yelling about Noah booking decisions at this point.
1: I'm um, so I'm, happy Kojima won. I'm so mad. That's so Social great. should have kept
2: the belt. Yeah, I'm but
1: tired. like, look, go, will get it again. This is probably Kojima's last leg. He lost Kojima's, the do you want me to grab the figure down?
0: Like... I didn't See, I don't follow yes, Noah that much, but I've been led, led to believe that like Noah's like, a young like, champion for them, right? Like, 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 Kojima's like the youngest champion in ages is what I understand. No, great Mooder yeah, is, is 40. about
2: 145. Like. <laughs> five matches left for the for the great man. So what has he called it? Yeah, proper He's retiring. Five five matches left. April next he, year is his last has one. Has he named? Well, fuck me. I will be all right. Yeah, hasn't named him yet, but um, yeah. Job, babe, also, man, I'll probably yell at people about watching DDT. Watch DDT. Watch Matters. Watch um, Matters society. Come get a drink. He comes. I,
1: I, you know, you know, you see, you know what I'm really excited about with Mad Earth Society? Me and Hawker getting blotto in a bar and working out how we're going to format and edit this fucking thing for release. It's going to be so stupid. So, so stupid. i yeah, bro- we'll probably I'm have to do excited.
2: post coms like old PWG when. Yeah,
1: no, post like with John Watanabe and whoever the other really awful commentator was on the fucking FMW Tokyo Pop DVDs. Fuck. Like, <laughs>
0: The postcom uh, just needs to be you guys like drunkenly like laughing and trying to fucking make sense of it all. Shit face.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, what's that's up. That's exactly what it's gonna be. That's what's up. Um and then what can they
0: follow you, Joel.
1: About, I think they <laughs> shouldn't. They really they really should. Um at the smash underscore hit on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook I use for nothing, really. Um, but hit me up on those two. Uh, any prospective bookers who want to book me for their wrestling shows, you're a fool. However, I'm happy to help you in your foolishness. Uh, (laughs) Send me an email at bookjellbateman at gmail.com or hit me up on all social medias. I'm also dropping the sick cunt t-shirt design literally the second this interview is over. Well, no, I'm going to go have a piss first and then I'm going to drop the t-shirt design. So uh, pre-order that to guarantee it'll be a worldwide pre-order because I didn't release the American shirt in Australia last time um, and it will go like the proverbial hot cake.
0: That is awesome. Dudes, thank you so much for your time. It's always awesome hanging out. I can't wait to see you guys when I'm next in Melbourne. And for everybody out there for the Mad Society, for Deathmatch Down Under, for the wonderful Hawko, and for the smash hit Joel Bateman, it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Thanks everyone for listening. Faces and Feels is a DIY project created and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram at Faces Twitter at Faces and Facebook at Faces Or send us an email with topic suggestions or feedback to facesandfeels at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Our banger theme is Loose Lips Sink Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify. And now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. Peace out. My body is a roadmap of pain.
2: Oh, I... DeathmatchWorldwide.com. The official online merchandise store that is only for deathmatch wrestling. Featuring official t-shirts from No Peace Underground. John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher and many more. If you are a deathmatch wrestler, promotion, manager, or platform, and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. deathmatchworldwide.com for The Violent View. finals AND VIOLENCE
0: a brand celebrating a love of music and deathmatch wrestling. Follow on Instagram at vinyls and violence. Follow on Twitter at Legalize Ranch, and that's Ranch with two H's. And buy the shirts from DeathmatchWorldwide.com. Vinyls and Violence. I'm pretty sure it's like some weirdo shit like Pokemon or something.